Before the episode starts, we're going to take a quick second to thank our patrons. In the House of Stone, we have Alexander Eagleson, Allison Connors, Krisha Dolan, Fighting Chance Studio, Liv Matlin, and Melissa Russell. And in the House of Fleam, we have Bertie Tam, Amber Costley, Celeste Gantz, Cheryl Eisenhower, Corey Little, Cynthia Johnson, Francie Dillon, my mom, J.S. or Julie, hi Julie, Katie Grant, Leah Harvell, congrats on the new last name, Leah, Natalie Curry, Pokela, and Spaghetti Sandwich. And we would also like to welcome Aaron of Dirty Panda Ceramics, who has moved from the House of Stone to join the House of Flame. So thank you so much to all of our patrons. Um, you guys help keep the show going and you help me continuing to make uh, geeky mugs and creature sculptures. So if you'd like to uh, join them and become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash Lindsay M. Dillon. And this week's blessing is... May your kiln be as hot as that one night in Santa Barbara. Wait, what? You know what I'm talking about. Dante. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. This week, we are talking about holiday prep. And it's kind of holiday prep 2.0 because in 2020, we actually did another holiday prep episode. So what we're going to try and do is kind of address some of the points that we talked about last week, or last week. Last episode. Thank you, thank yes. you. And just kind of talk about some of the new things. And then as a preface, both of us are feeling kind of like night peddlers sort of vibes. So this is gonna be- We're just here some... to shoot it. We're not talking about vitrification today. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about coefficient of expansion today. Thank God. We're not talking about <laughs> how to put a glazer speed together today and like what's a flux, what's a stabilizer. We're, yeah. We're just here to talk about- Holiday prep. Holiday prep. Yeah. And like what goes on around that. Yeah. It never goes the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> no. Never goes perfect. So one of the things we had actually talked about with the last uh, holiday prep episode that we did is you were actually talking about how you were wanting to do more repeating shapes and kind of reel in the glaze experimentation that you were doing. I need to stop. Uh, <laughs> I, need to I was, was going to say, because I, I feel like you've gotten pretty good at doing making multiple of the same piece to kind of meet the higher demand yeah. for certain pieces. Yeah. But it definitely seems like you're you're still you're still on that glaze. Here's train. what here's what happens, right? Here, here's what happens. I make a bunch of stuff. I make like 200 pieces and then I go, "Mm, I could glaze all of these in blue and Tenmoku flow gold and and I could like do Randy's red with the blue combo and everybody loves that." Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right? Or <laughs> I can use like a fourth of these for glaze experiments mm -hmm. and I can not update my store for a month or two <laughs> and I could just let that go. And like part of my was like, people got enough pots, right? Uh, it's fine. Uh, no, people, never enough. Never people enough. People went to earthnationsramps.com, got their stuff and they're good for like a year, right? They'll buy a new pot next year when I make a better pot. It's not true. People no. message me like, when's your next drop? Mm -hmm. You haven't released one in four months and I'm over here with Randy's red with yellow iron oxide instead of red iron oxide just to see if there's a difference. <laughs> Even though they're yep. chemically the same, I'm like, what if one of them turns out lighter? Uh, That'd be awesome. That would be. Yeah, and That's... so I'm just doing glaze experiment. I need to stop though. Uh, you know what I've done? Hmm. I bought a, uh, you know the ceramic, ceramic material workshop with Matt Katz and, oh, and yeah. Rose Katz? Mm -hmm. I bought their class. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I was up late one night and I was like, ah, I'm tired of this. Mm -hmm. I'm just 
guessing and getting lucky and then learning from my guesses. Uh-huh. Which I guess is how you do experiments. But I was like, I want to know. I'm tired of guessing. I want to know. Yeah. And so I bought his <gasps> class. It's like $1,000. Yes. But I bought him. And then uh, I've been watching them throughout the night. Mm-hmm. As I'm like up with baby in my arms, I'm watching them. I finally caved and bought me a for fuck's sake <laughs> package, <laughs> package of learning. Yes, I'm 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 happy for you, dude. That's gonna be that's gonna be fun to see where all that goes. So angry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like angry because I feel like I should have been able to do it without help. You know uh, what I mean? I have one of those where I'm like. Yeah, no, sometimes we need sometimes we need the extra help. I actually finally hired a like a business coach actually. So really, yeah, yeah, um, we're doing it's actually it's kind of funny. We had our first meeting yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like it reminded me of therapy in a really good way. Like it was basically because there's it, a bad way therapy. Because there's, there's, there's definitely, definitely there's definitely a bad way therapy where it's like <laughs> I left crying and emotionally distraught. No, this was good. This was like, oh, thank God. I'm finally like getting tools to help with what I need because it's kind of like, I feel like I've gotten as far as I can with my business with the tools that I have. Without knowing the nitty gritty tricks. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, I need more tools. Like, and so I, you know, anyway, so shout out to, shout out to Kate. I'll link her info in the, in the notes in case any of y'all are interested. Any of y'all need a business advisor question mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, it's like a group thing. So it's a facilitated discussion between myself and three other artists. Oh, I see. With Kate like facilitating. And then you also get a, like a one-on-one coaching session with Kate as well. So she does the one-on-one coaching consistently, but that's a little bit outside my price range right now. Right. So I'm doing a, a three month thing that's in like the group session. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I swear this is not an ad and yeah, we'll eventually ad, start yeah. talking about holiday prep, but y'all are getting a longer intro this time. Can I just, one, one more thing, I promise, yeah. one more thing. You know what's really validating is huh. when you see someone who is clearly on a higher educational level in your like, in your field, right? Yeah. So like for me, that's Matt Katz and Rose Katz. Mm-hmm. Where like I watch them and I go, they just know. Yeah. Like they just know, like they know exactly what chemical this like what this chemical does in a glaze without me having to look it up on digital fire. Yeah. Right? And it's super validating for me. I hate using that term, mm. Gen Z kids. <laughs> it's super validating for me to listen to their podcast or take the classes that are like I bought the classes. Yeah. And he lays out everything you need and what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm already doing that! Yay! Yay! Like, when he says something about vitrification, and I'm yeah. like, I knew that. I knew that because uh, I've been doing these experiments for a year. Yeah. And I just needed somebody better than me to confirm it. Yes, yeah. It's, it's like fact-checking. It's, it's like, yes, yeah, which exactly. is awesome that it's like, yeah, verified. I love that. I love, like, I love when he says something, and I'm like, that's not how that works. Right? And he goes, right. And I'm like, yeah, right! <laughs> I knew it the whole time! <laughs> But he just, That's awesome. He's on a different level. He even made these, these little containers. He's like, you got to get these little containers. People like to use mason jars. Mason jars are good, but like the top rusts. And I'm like, I'm using those same containers. Oh. I'm already there, bro. Yeah. That's great. Hell yeah, dude. This is what we're supposed to do. It's what, like, if we're supposed to get the money from the business, put it back into the business. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're doing it. High five. High five, bro. Are you gonna? Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah, I'm leaving that in. All right, holiday prep. Holiday prep. How how are you approaching holiday prep this year? So I got a commission from T Cozy. Oh, uh, right, right. The episode should probably be out by next month, the one that we made, the uh-huh. pseudo commercial for them. By the time that I finished their commission, it was almost holiday prep overtime. Oh, dang. So my brain was like, well, I guess whatever I have. So I made like 70 pots to put nice. into the store. Somebody offered me a table at Sack Anime, and I was like, no. 
Wow, they straight up offered you a table? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. It was T-Cozy. T-Cozy like, we're getting a table oh. and we want you to come with us, <gasps> but we need like $600. And I was like, I could swing that, but like, also I don't have the stock for that. Yeah, Like it's all going that. to the web store. Yeah. And people usually buy my stuff out within a month. Mm -hmm. You know, so like, there's no way. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Dude, just to like interject, I yeah. feel that like so hard. And that's one of the biggest differences between holiday prep this year for me and yeah. past years is that in past years, and I mentioned this on the previous holiday prep episode, it's always like right as holiday prep is about to start, mm -hmm. I get an unexpected commission. Yes. And, you know, sometimes there are commissions where it's like, I could have said no and I should have. Yes. And some of them were things like, oh, Insight Coffee Roasters is wants a new set of dishware. And I'm like, well, like that's a really important yeah, client. I like I kind of no no. have to do that. Yeah. yeah. But this year, because in general, I've been trying to like back off from doing like wholesale stuff. Mm -hmm. It's so nice because this is the first year that I'm like, I, I have sack anime prep, I have holiday prep, and I have no other commissions. And I'm just like, yes, it's so nice because I kept running into the issue that you have right now yeah. where you have this big commission that you have to finish that's right smack in the middle of like holiday prep time. Because it's their holiday prep time too. We're yeah, like, they're exactly. like, we want a new item for the holidays uh -huh. and you're going to make it, right? And I'm like, yeah, but I also have my stuff, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's difficult to like, yeah, it's difficult to navigate both. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, but the commission generally gives more money than it's, it's like promised money. Right. Like T Cozy is like, we're promising you this amount of money. Yeah. Versus if you updated your store, you might make that amount of money. Great. It's like a little gamble. It's like, I could make two G's, but you are promising me one G and I could probably swing both if I work really hard, but I will burn out. Yeah. And that's that, I think that's the highest risk with the holidays is like navigating the potential of burnout. Yeah. I'm trying to avoid burnout completely this year because yes. I've probably mentioned before and you've heard me say before, like my partner has been like, Hey, Lindsay, I kind of getting tired of you being super, super freaking stressed out during the holidays. And like, yeah. I never get to see you. And so I'm, I'm really trying to not do that right. this year. But yeah, it is like what well, you're saying with the promise money versus the potential money. That's, I mean, personally, I don't think that you would have a problem making that amount like, yeah. it, like, let's say hypothetically, T Cozy hadn't uh, hired you for this commission. Yeah. I easily think you could make that same amount with what you have. If I because you were, you were in such high demand, dude. Like, if you were, I don't know, I'm thinking, like, okay, for, for ceramic artists who are, like, just starting out, yeah. I think it makes more sense to take those, more of those, you know, that promised yeah. money commissions because you're still building your, your brand, you're still building your business. For me, it's kind of weird to say that, but it's like, I have kind of been realizing that I think the demand for my work from the general public is high enough mm -hmm. that I don't have to seek out these commissions that have promised money. Yeah. You know, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know if I'm that in demand. Guys, send us send no. us messages. Tell us in the comments. Dante is definitely in that demand. Because I hear stories about people who are like, where's Dante? He was at the last SAC anime. And then when I'm at SAC anime, I'm like, I don't, I don't see these hoes. <laughs> they don't, they're not looking specifically for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's not fair because that does happen. Yeah. You're very popular. No, no, I don't You know what it is? People haven't met me in real life. <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, people are like, people are like, oh, I love Dalton to the Park. And they meet me and I'm like, what do you want? Like, oh, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've done a nice job of like prepping, prepping your audience for like, hey, this is how I am on my videos. But like, like for Inseka, you're like, y'all got to go through Lindsay first. <laughs> so there's a guy at my work, the most fantastic man. And he's very like open with what he thinks about me and we have this weird communication uh. and I want to say a couple years ago he turned to me and he's like you're like aggressively supportive 
Yes. Yeah. He yes. goes, that's the best way I can describe you is that like, you're like irritated that people can't help themselves very easily. Or when you try and help them, you like, he's like, I don't know how to describe it, but you're like, people who are supportive are usually nice. He goes like, you're not like super nice, but you are very supportive. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, that, that seemed, that seems fair. Yeah. And he's like, and I, and I appreciate that over people who are nice and not supportive. Like people where, I guess where we're from, will be like, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh my God. And then do nothing to fix the problem. <laughs> but people on the other side of America are just like, you, you let your tire get smelled. Why you do, what'd you do that for? While fixing your tire. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, what yeah, are you stupid? Yeah, yeah. You didn't put air in your tire? <laughs> oh my God. God, it's cheap tire here. And they'll like be buying you a new tire. Oh as yeah. Talking I, I hear about it. You. I hear it. And hear it. I've, I've never been to that side of the world, but I'm like, I can see that. So do you have an Etsy update planned? Uh, well, or are you doing the table at Sack Anime and like? I have a few different things planned. So, so I'm pulling up my my three month plan paper. It's right a here. calendar. It's a calendar. It's a whole calendar. <laughs> but like she wrote it herself. Yeah, and it's got like. I wish we had a mud peddler's Instagram so I could put this picture. Well, I mean, I can t I can put. I, this is actually people on my Patreon are gonna are gonna see this. So if you are a mud peddler supporter and you are on Patreon, then you will see this right. absolutely insane calendar that I'm referencing. It is insane. But the reason that I I was doing this last night is because I had to figure out like okay. How am I going to navigate the holidays without being like super stressed and pushing myself too far and also meeting some of the goals that I wanted? Like I really wanted to do an in-person second sale this year because mm -hmm. I have literally like probably 20 boxes of stuff yeah. that I need to get rid of. But I also was like, oh, I want to do like a made to order update because some people have been asking. So to help with my overall mental health this season. Okay. But also as a way to thank our patrons because mm -hmm. our patrons are amazing and most of them have been supportive like since we dropped yeah. Patreon. I really love you patrons, by the way. Yeah. Because 90% of you are like, I'm just here to support you and make sure you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know hella, what I mean? Hella, hella support that. Yeah. So, so what I'm doing this year is I'm on Saturday, November 19th, I'm doing a made to order update, okay. but just for my patrons. Okay. So it's basically, it's like, that's kind of my way of being like, ideally I'd like to be able to do this for everyone, but for the sake of my yeah. like balancing my life, I'm only going to be accepting it for patrons. So if this, and this also like, I felt super guilty about this. Cause I'm like, this isn't a way to try and like guilt you into yeah, like becoming a patron. This is literally just like, this is how I got to manage my, my shit this year. You have to, there's like, there's, it's super messed up, but like, I have to give my patrons special stuff because they're special because they pay for special. Yeah, like, because I want to thank them. It's like they're giving, you know, it's yeah. like giving me money every month. Like that's, that's amazing. They and literally like, have stocks in us. Yeah, I like that. That's what I it like is. That. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so that's, that's Saturday, November 19th is okay. the made to order Patreon shop update. Okay. Then the following week, which is Small Business Saturday, AKA the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, what? Small Business? Small Business Saturday. Oh my God. I know, it's a thing. I think I American Express started it. It's, it's, oh. a, it's, I know, I know. It's a total capitalist thing, but you know what? I'm hopping on board because that's just what, what I, I gotta know, do. It, you know, it hurts because sooner or later I get on board too just because it's to my benefit. But yeah. like, it's so Hallmark. I hate it so much. I know. Admittedly, I love Hallmark's like stuff, which is part of the reason why I try and balance out my holidays. Cause like, I want to actually enjoy the holiday season. Cause I'm a huge slut for Christmas stuff Ugh. and I want to be able to enjoy it. So on, so, okay. So small business Saturday, I'm okay, doing a right. regular 
shop update. Don't say it like you're happy to say it. I am, you know what, I'm I'm actually legit, I'm a little happy to say it because <laughs> I know that's one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, they always say for like, again, managing your business, like try and align updates with things where people are already spending money. And yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. So the benefit of this is that it's early enough that, you know, if people buy that stuff immediately, sh like shipping's not, shouldn't be as much of a problem. Yeah. Because that's the other thing with timing too, is I need like enough timing to make enough inventory, but also leave a lot of room for potential shipping delays, which can happen during the holidays. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how I'm basically planning for that, because this whole time, I'm for the next month, couple months, I'm just going to be planning or making stuff for SAC anime. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pull a few pieces from my SAC anime inventory to stock my regular shop update. Mm -hmm. But it's only going to be like maybe 20 or 30 pieces because SAC anime is still kind of my main priority because I have to have enough inventory for that to last through the weekend to make it worth like So when is SAC anime? Next month, huh? Yeah, no, no, no. SAC anime is January 6th, 7th, and 8th. So I got a decent amount of time to prep for that. But because I upgraded my booth and my booth fee is now 650 mm -hmm. as opposed to like 250, mm -hmm. I really want to try and get to maybe 300 items mm -hmm. or 200 items, but the higher priced items. I see. To make it worth that extra, that extra money. I see. So yeah, so that's, that's Small Business Saturday. And then the next weekend, December 3rd. Don't, don't, don't say another Hallmark thing. <laughs> don't. Don't do I'm it. doing an in-person second sale. Oh, okay. So that's right. basically me taking all the boxes of stuff. Some of it is pieces that are, you know, 10, not 10. I'm going to be selling them for like as low as yeah. $10, like the pieces that I've made like five years ago that are like super old. Yeah. But that's basically like, okay, if you really want to guarantee that you're going to get the mug that, you know, check out the drop on Small Business Saturday. But if you either don't have the money for that or, you know, or whatever, mm -hmm. then you can come to the in-person event, which is going to be in my studio mm -hmm. on December 3rd. So that's going to be basically seconds that range from like maybe $10 less than where things are regularly priced to like just straight up 10 bucks for like these older pieces. Right. Okay. And then anything that's left over from that, mm -hmm. I will either smash or put into the second sale leftovers shop update, which will be Saturday, December 10th. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Damn, you have a lot of... It's going to be a lot. Like I I'm... just have one. Maybe two <sighs> if I stretch it. But like I have... I'm doing a giant sale December 1st mm -hmm. where I'm like, nothing's going to be over like 60 or 62 bucks in my store. Okay. Including shipping. I'm just, I just want every... I want a clean slate. I want everything out. Uh -huh. I want everything to be sold. Everything's going to be on sale for, for like a giant Christmas sale. And that's December 1st. December 1st. Okay. Everything will go live. Okay. Of course, patrons get the first pick, so they're probably right. going to get like a catalog, if not first dibs. So like what usually happens, my patron goes, I like that cup. I want that cup. And yeah. if you're a patron of like a certain level, I just take it out of the store before anyone Whoa, yeah. publicly sees it. Yeah. And then I put their name on it. I package it and I send it out before it, like you won't even know it exists realistically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That happens a lot whenever I release a store update and there's like 70 pots and my patrons have taken like 20. Someone's oh, like, dude, your yeah. store update was like 40, 50 pots. And I go, yeah, well, you know. Patrons get first dibs. Patrons get first Like, I, yeah. yeah, you're right. I feel like I'm guilting them into... No, but... But I don't mean like, to. I don't... Yeah. Like, no, it's just kind of like, well, that's the... That's the... Like, the benefit is, like... The stockholders get pref preference... Yeah. Preferential treatment. Yeah. Like, sorry. They they paid more for the for the good dick, so... Ah! Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> We're pro so what I'm hearing is that we're prostituting ourselves for capitalism. I am working it. Yeah, we are. Gonna work it, now let me work it. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I apologize. 
So you're so you're gonna try and have about 70 pieces in that update? Yeah, December 1st is going to be my update. And I really want, if you're listening to this right now and you've been thinking like, oh, I'll get one of Dante's paws, just please help me get this crap. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to have a, like you said, clean slate, just I'm like get everything. Cause, yeah. Cause um, what I want to do is much like what I've been saying last year where people seem to really like certain mugs right. or certain bowls or certain bottles. So I want to make like, three of them yeah and then three of those and three of those and then have an update so that I that way I don't have so much things in the catalog I just have things that I'm really good at that people seem mm. to like a lot and then I'll change those over every now and then when I make a new color I make into this and make into that yeah and I think that that gives me room for innovation we're like okay today I'm gonna make ten bowls right mm -hmm. and that's gonna be five sets of two yeah. And we're going to have those five bowls of the same style in different colors on my website and people who like that style will get it in the color of their preference yeah and then when I make a new color I'll announce once every three or four months, like, hey, I made a new color. And that gives me room, or at least leniency, to make a new color. Yeah, So I'm just yeah. not experimenting on, like, a random, like, pot number 352. Uh, it's a special kind of red that I'll never make again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that you'll never see in your whole life. I was experimenting, yeah. and it's a one-off pot, and I was just making stuff. And it's not even, like, one mug in the line of multiple mugs, mm -hmm. right? It's more like, this is just an experiment. And I give a lot of them to my patrons because I, I like that my patrons have my experiments. Yeah, like yeah, it. that's pretty cool. Because they're super one of a kind, but like I just need more of an organized catalog so that I can have room to experiment. When I sit down on the wheel, I go, this is what I got to make. Mm -hmm. Also, when I'm done with the catalog, when I go, I have enough for the next upload or whatever, yeah. I can go, okay, let me make like a nice, nice piece now. Oh, you know what I yeah, mean? yeah, I hear that. I want some of that. I just want the room, and in order to have room to put more things on the roster, I would have to organize my house in such a way that I, I, I would have room. Yeah. Yeah, so you basically want to make make the standard pieces that you know are gonna sell yes. or that you think are more likely to sell. Yes. And then say, cool, check, got that out of the way. Now, because I have this out of the way, I have time for the uh, more unique pieces or experimenting yeah. or like, but or, you basically- or a table even. Like, yeah. Ooh, a table? A table. You can go make a table? No, not out of clay. I was like, I was so confused. I'm like, are you doing tiles to now? Do like, like a pottery table, like a like a sack anime table. Oh, that makes so Lindsay, much a more table. sense. I'm like, I'm super literal right now. I'm like, Dante about to make a table? Like, what? I was very confused. That makes a lot of, dude, it, I would be so <laughs> stoked if you would do a table. And I know Aaron, like for folks who listened to the last episode, Aaron would be so stoked too if you wanted to do like the Ren Faire yeah, you know, table I, or something. I think I'm gonna have to because he's so excited about it. Yeah. If you don't know who Aaron is, he was on our last podcast and he was so like, you got it, dude. Yeah. You got it. And he's he's very easy to convince me if you give me like the total dude, like, bro, come on. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> bro. bro. I don't want to, dude. I don't have the time for it, bro. And like 20 bros later, I'm like, fine, if I'll shut you up, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> It's very easy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm glad, I'm glad that he worked on you. Aaron, if you're listening to this, thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I listened, as I mentioned earlier, I listened to the last holiday prep episode that we did. Yes. And one of the things that you brought up several times is that you weren't super, super focused on like the money-making aspect of the holidays. But it kind of seems like on some, based on some of the conversations we've had like off the podcast, yeah. that that's changing for you a little bit. You know what's what's really strange is that when I was first an artist, uh, when I was first an artist, when I first started <laughs> this, like, well, I have to, you know, I have to sell pots now. Yeah. Because I had the YouTube channel for like two or three years before I was like, fine, I'll make a website. You guys are on my ass about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? 
is I got to the space where I'm like, I'm only gonna make what I wanna make, and then if you buy it, whatever. Yeah. And now I'm very like, it's not that I wanna make what I wanna make and you buy whatever so that I can make whatever I feel like making to feed myself artistically. Mm -hmm. It's more that it costs me less trouble and it saves me more time to build a system in which people would actively seek after and buy my work so that way I have the space to create what I wanna create than it does to just randomly create stuff. Mm. And hopefully I catch a fish in the pond. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. know these fish like this worm. Yeah. So I'm making a bunch of these worms so that I can have my peace of mind to go fishing somewhere else. Ooh, Versus I, like I just keep trying different bait and seeing which fish pulls up. Yeah, yeah. Does that, does that... I think so, because you know, it, it, it sounds... That was a bad one, but I feel like it hit a little. No, no, no. I, actually, that's a really like apt metaphor. I like that. So, okay, so if I'm understanding that correctly, it's it's more, like you're saying, it's more efficient for you to be like, cool, I know that, you know, I know that these pieces are going to sell, mm. and it just sounds like, in general, you're, you're wanting more income coming in so that you can do more of those experimental pieces, whereas yeah. before it was kind of like, I'm going to do those experimental pieces anyway, yeah. and, yeah. you know, the money is, it is whatever, whatever it, it is, is. What it is, but yeah. it's like... Like if you looked in your pantry right now mm -hmm. and you could get rid of like five things that you truly didn't need and you understood you weren't going to use for years upon years to the point where like you're going to look in there and be like, I'm going to have to throw that away. It's going to expire before I even use it. Right. In my mind, if I got rid of that item, it would leave room for items that I truly want and or need. Mm. Right. And that's what yes. I'm trying to do space wise is I'm trying to like, I need to get rid of this thing that doesn't work as well as it could be working so I can replace it with something that in fact it does work. Yes. For me, yes. it works for me, especially passively. Right. If you can get something that works for you just pass, like passive income, it's amazing. How, right? how is it like passive income? No, I'm, I'm just... Oh, oh, just two, like in yeah. general. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the pots yeah. and I'm like, you're actively making every one of those Dante. What? Sorry. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. I, I just mean like, uh, oh, I'm, YouTube is a good example. Mm. But, but like, mm. I mean it in the way that if I can get something that is more used to me and less work than something that is just useful to me and more work, I yeah. would much rather take the, the first one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I might not like making mugs, but you guys like mugs. In yeah. this so I can make five of those mugs and that'll get five of you off my ass. <laughs> like, Where's your next star update? <laughs> keep staying on his ass, guys. Oh uh, yeah, if you keep on my ass, I'll yeah. You usually do the things sooner or later. <laughs> usually I'll be like, all right, well it's in demand, so I gotta supply it. Yeah. You ever feel like now that we're getting to the more, I guess, professional level or the more mm. business level, I feel like when we first started, we would be like, no, I don't work for what's called exposure. Oh yeah. Right? I work for money. And now that we're at a certain level, you're like, well, the exposure makes the money after a while. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I think so. So let me make an example for you, right? Okay. Would you rather take a $2,000 job that nobody knows you did it? Or would you rather take a $1,000 job where a thousand people know that that was you? And that might buy products from you later in the future. That would possibly be more, worth more than that $1,000. Yes. You would essentially just have to wait for the money, but which one would you rather have? Probably... Okay, it would... It, admittedly, it would sort of depend on my immediate financial situation. Like, if something had come up and I'm like, I really need that extra $1,000 assured right now, then I would do that. Mm -hmm. But in general, I think going with the first one would make more sense because... It kind of reminds me of what John the Potter mm -hmm. said. I, think, I can't remember if it was on our podcast or on one of the other ones he had done. But he talked about how so much of his YouTube was about gaining the audience that would then go buy his mugs. Yes. 
and it's kind of like, yeah, doing YouTube gets you some ad income, but it's also like working for exposure to gain that audience who's eventually going to buy your work. Yes. No, I'm realizing that with YouTube is I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make more helpful videos for people. Mm -hmm. But simultaneously, I realized, like, YouTube's not really the income that I thought it would be when I first started. It's more than I thought it would be. Uh-huh. Although I do understand that YouTube just lets people know I exist, realistically. Yeah. And then from there, I have to basically be like, here are my other sources of where you can get my actual stuff. I suppose my question for you is, at what point does exposure outweigh financial situation, assuming you have the money, mm -hmm. at, like, you, you are comfortable? Like, if you had to make, like, a thousand pots for somebody who would scream your name at the top of a mountain... Depends on who's screaming and what mountain they're on, to be honest. Cause that is fair. Yeah. If it's Blizzard, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if it was... Uh, if actually, if yeah, Nestle, no. If it's Nestle, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I, think, I think for me, that's really the biggest thing. And actually, okay, so this is a little bit of a roundabout way to tie this back into, like, the holidays. Mm -hmm. But it reminds me of, because the holidays are such a high-pressure time, we really, I feel like, have to be specific about what events we choose to go to. Yes. Which is why why I don't really do holiday markets anymore. I hate them. I I think they're fun, but they're not, I don't think they're worth it for me financially because I know that like I already have enough trouble making enough items for my online shop update. And yes. I know that I have a pretty wide, I mean, relatively so, I have a relatively wide audience that's not just based in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like I want to continue to almost like reward the followers who are following me online from out of out of state. You don't take care of them first. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like y'all are what allow me to keep doing what I'm doing. Of course. So I don't really do the holiday markets anymore because I know that the exposure and the money that I get from, say, Sac Anime mm -hmm. and the relationship that I build by having a sh uh, an online shop update, it's like a higher return than the immediate money in the pocket of a uh, of a holiday market. I see. So to bring that back around to, you know, a thousand cups for someone who's going to shout yeah. your name on the mountain, it's, it's right. yeah, it's like that same thing. It's it like, if, yeah, if it's yeah. like Guillermo del Toro shouting my name from yeah. the top of his, you know, stance at a, a convention that is all like filled with people from the film and video game industries, like I would a thousand percent make those thousand mugs. Yes. But if it's like, yeah, or it's like, even, or it, even like, let's say it was even somebody who was famous, but not really in my wheelhouse. Like for instance, I kind of off the cuff decided to do a giveaway for a green tea company. Mm -hmm. And I was a little hesitant about doing it, to be honest, mm -hmm. because I'm like, eh, it's a giveaway. But I was like, eh, you know, screw it. I haven't done one in a while. Let's just see how it goes. Mm -hmm. I, as I was looking at it, I was like, man, this branding, these are probably not my people. And so that shout out, that exposure wasn't worth it because that it's not the right audience for me. Right, that's fair. Yeah, and so I feel like that's that's the point for me. What, what about for you? Like, how do you assess that situation? I, I feel like I'm a little bit more, I don't want to call it morality based. I want to call it picky. We're like, okay, if you like bottled water, period. Right, and mm -hmm. by the way, Nest, don't buy from Nestle. They're a horrible company. They make a good 80% of all bottled waters. And if you think that the bottled water that you enjoy is not owned by Nestle because it's owned by another company, mm -hmm. Nestle's probably the parent company. Yeah, they're at, the, they're at the top of the umbrella for so many different companies. There's most likely like three or four companies that control the water and Nestle's like one of them. Yeah. You know, anyway, they're, they're truly awful. But if Nestle was like, we'll give you a million dollars. Oh, I would 100% take that. I would do it in the most dickish way ever. <laughs> tell me, tell me. I would, I'd be like, okay, 100 cups, million dollars, I'll do it. I'm gonna make 
sure all your cups have like 5% absorption rate. <gasps> crazes. No! I but then the people Nestle. but then the people who would buy them would have to deal with that. And I they would probably it would probably be the people buying I them more. I hope the Nestle like, CEO drinks from it. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I I think I probably agree with you mm. on that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's definitely a point though where my morality is outplayed by money. Mm -hmm. But I think that I assume like everyone thinks their morality point or the breaking point for their morality or their price yeah. is higher than everyone else's. Oh yeah. It's yeah. not. But whenever I think about stuff like that, I often think about it from a stance of like, do I want to work with this company mm -hmm. or do I want the money? Yeah. You know? And I have to be honest with myself because sometimes I'll do a little bit of freebies for like a company or like, like honestly, I love Tea Cozy, but like I could have charged Tea Cozy more for these cups. That I just yeah. Made. Yeah. I chose not to because I love Tea Cozy. Yeah. And they're super nice to me and they have all my tea. So like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of the opposite for companies that I don't know or don't agree with. Like I'm charging you more, I guess, but. There is a point where I just go, I don't want to deal with you. Another another point towards that is like going towards Christmas sales. I don't do a lot of the Christmas sale things. Yeah. Because most of the Christmas tables, the Christmas art tables, have a certain culture to them in comparison to like SAC Anime. SAC yeah. Anime is like our people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. go right at home. But when I go to Folsom and I um. and I do a table, there's a very specific type of culture in person there. Like the kind of person who's mean to wait staff. Uh, yeah. And I just like don't want to deal with it. And they just they just pretend like they're better than you for some weird reason. Yeah. It, it's Karen's. I'm I'm it's Karen's. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually Karen's will just like for some reason they love arts and crafts and succulents and kitschy things. Mm -hmm. But they make the experience of selling to them very unpleasant in comparison to Sack Anime. Sack Anime. I'll undercharge for the experience of Sack Anime versus this type of culture that like I don't I don't know how to explain it without seeming offensive, but I feel like no, everyone I mean I think I think people understand what you mean. And you know, obviously it's not everybody. Like, it's obviously. like I'd say I'd it's probably a blanket state. I would say most people are are nice, even if they're not necessarily like what we would consider quote unquote our people or whatever. Right. right. Yeah, a little side note, it's kinda of funny because it's like I'm sure I look exactly like one of those people. You really don't. You don't think? Because no. I'm like, I have succulents. Let's go look at lights, guys. No, you like, just like the things that like basic Americans like. Well, yeah, basically. On top white of ladies. other stuff. Yeah. yeah. On, on top of other like like I'm half black. I loved Jordans until I was like 25. Yeah, yeah. Like I just like the things from the culture that I was raised around. And mm -hmm. like there's no shame in that. But I think it's when you make it someone else's problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we're glad sure that y'all are here. I get so. If some... you're listening to us know that you are getting a nice holiday hug from Dante and Lindsay. My hug's a bit more south. Oh my. Yeah. I wish I had two pairs of arms so that one could go over the shoulders and one could go around the waist and maybe I'd have a tiny little set of like insect arms like yeah. near my stomach so that yeah. it could tickle you as we hug. I wish I had, <laughs> I wish I had two more arms so that I could Oh my god! And the other arms would be Oh my god, I'm okay. I might have to edit that out. That's a little too spicy. That's a little too spicy, Dante. I wish I, mean, I'm here I, for wish it, I had two but... sets of arms so that I could put. You know why. And then I. Well, the... Dante, you're just. You're digging a deeper and deeper pervy, pervy hole. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm handing you the shovel. I'm here for it. I'm helping you dig. But it's a little too spicy. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's any that I can keep in. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to do like a little one. It's like, hey guys, just FYI, Dante's about to say something. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. I feel like we should reel it in a little bit more. Okay, so one other thing that you, I think actually both of us brought up in the last uh, holiday prep episode is how to balance making 
new designs versus older designs. And I feel like we kind of talked about this a little bit with you're wanting to make a certain number of pieces that you know are going to sell versus making the ex kind of experimental original pieces. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering how do you, during the holidays, are you aiming to also create new designs that you hope will eventually become part of the- New standard. The, part of the new standard, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so, but I'm, I think I'm hoping to do that more, um, instead of sporadically, more planned out. So like every four okay. months, I every three, four months, I want like a new cup with a new glaze. Yeah. Or I want like a new color, or I want like a new this or a new that. Like, okay. oh, I make this kind of bottle now. I make okay. this kind of bottle. So you're not necessarily planning on stacking that so that during the holidays people get a bunch of new designs you're kind of planning on integrating it throughout the year yeah i don't i don't want to i don't want to do it all at once i don't um, want to like i have new stickers and a new silk screen and a new cup and a new glaze all at once yeah because that would be a bit overloading for me and plus the four months that it would take to develop all those would be the four months that i would be taking to plan out the new store update yeah you know I like that. i want to do it more like every other month or every like three four months so that i can have time to work on the new thing and make it as good as i want to make it mm -hmm. versus mm -hmm. you know or i'd have to have a back catalog of all these new colors which i, I don't want to do that seems i don't know that seems weird whenever a company is like look at our new item and all the employees are like we've known about that for like seven years oh huh. yeah they just released it with two more pixels and looking at you iphone so <laughs> <laughs> so that like you could buy it and i mean i kind of i think there's some room for that because then it's you know Anyway, like maybe like your patrons would know about the new designs first and then everybody else gets to know during the, oh, yeah. if the, if you wanted to structure it that way. But yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of doing something similar where I feel like the few new designs that I have come up with have been introduced throughout the year so that there's not going to be any, well, there might be one or two depending on if the stamps come in mm -hmm. on time. Mm -hmm. Might be a couple like new quote unquote standard designs. Like I have a few new like D&D stat mugs mm -hmm. that I, or stat stamps that I wanna maybe have during the holidays. And if not mm -hmm. during the holidays for SAC anime. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, yeah, I'm kind of integrating new designs throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Well, thank you guys for uh, but, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs>